Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Double Take. I'm Alex Safey, here as always with John, Johnny Rockets, Johnny Boy, not Jonathan. Safey, John, what's good, man? Can you believe it? The NBA season has finally come to a wow. close. The yeah. longest NBA season ever. And the longest season of Double Take Sports that we'll ever That's have. Right. For Pro- our podcast, I mean, right. Probably. Probably. Who knows? This is our 31st episode. Yeah. Episode one was the beginning of the season. Back in October of 2019, here we are, it's October 2020, and we got a lot to talk about, right. finals, mm-hmm. our beloved Heat, the Lakers winning the chip, LeBron's legacy, and heading into next season, 2021 season. Absolutely. Alex. I mean, incredible inaugural season for us to start this podcast. Um, but yes, as you mentioned, some of the topics we're going to be getting into today, of course, we're going to be talking about Game 6 of the NBA Finals, the, the Lakers winning the championship, their first championship since 2010 with Kobe Bryant. Um, we're going to talk about, we're going to reflect on the Miami Heat season. Of course, this, this is, you guys know, this is basically a Miami Heat podcast. So heat we're going to devote some time to the Heat, of course, our beloved 2020 Miami Heat. We're going to talk about our favorite moments of the season for the Heat. We're, of course, going to revisit LeBron versus Jordan, as just about everyone's probably doing. Give some quick thoughts on how this ring affects that conversation. And then we're going to look forward. What's next? What's going to happen next year, assuming they're able to figure out, you know, amid the pandemic that's still going on, um, figure out how to start next season, hopefully not in a bubble, but we haven't gotten really definitive plans about mm-hmm. anything just yet. Um, we're going to talk about, we're gonna, and we're going to give you our way too early NBA Finals matchup picks. Before we get any, to any of that, John, before we talk about the Lakers and LeBron, I think I mean, we just have to give a huge shout-out to the NBA, of course, our favorite league, but we I just got to say, the greatest league in sports you watch right now, you see in terms the of NFL. Management, in terms of yeah, of course. I of think course. that's the objective thing that is You can't argue. I mean, the NFL, look at this. They're, they're rescheduling all these games. Oh, and, and I know their plan, of course, was not... We've, we've already said this, but the NFL didn't really well, have a plan. You say, yeah, you say their plan was this or... Like, what was... They, the, the plan was not having a plan, and they're <laughs> playing it by ear. And as these cases it was fingers, come... It was cross your fingers and pray. Yes, and as these corona cases come, it's, oh, Cam Newton has it? All right, we'll push the game back to Tuesday and just hope that no one else on the team tests positive. And then... Of course, they played that um, Pats Chiefs game on Monday. Now there's going to be a Tuesday night uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night, game. night game this week. The Bills and I think the Titans, Titans are playing. And now just the whole season's up in the air, right? And here we are caring about which guys we're going to play in fantasy. But these players, it's like their health and, and their livelihood and their families and all this is being taken into account. Like it's just horrible management by the league. Yeah. And to compare and that with what we saw from the NBA and the bubble system. It was just amazing what the Adam Silver and the league executives were able of to course. do. Of course. Not even trying to bash on the NFL. It's just mostly we have to shout out the NBA for having the successful three-month bubble with zero positive tests. Right. I mean, incredible. Zero. And usually we, we, we think back to, it was actually probably, it was the 10th episode of Double Take that we did. And it was the NBA was officially, they had their plan. And it was like, yeah, I mean, this, this sounds great. Theoretically, we'll see, we'll see if it works. And of right. course it worked. And they finally, you know, they got their champion. And you just think back, John, even to... April, May, June, when we were like, man, LeBron's gonna miss out on his opportunity to get his fourth ring, or we're just yes. gonna, we're not, this is gonna be the first season that doesn't happen, doesn't finish, whatever. Yeah. Another shout out to the Players Association, specifically Chris Paul, who he has been a guy who's lots of people are throwing credit at, who, you know, who know how the league talks went on when they were talking about resuming the season. 
He's the president of the players' organization, and he did a great job in getting everyone on board with this plan to bring the season back. So, of course, before we could get into any legacy yeah. talk or finals talk, we have to first say NBA bubble huge success, and it is going to be interesting to see what happens going forward into next season mm-hmm. because. We could potentially see a few different bubbles. That, that idea has been thrown out there. But that's going to be a topic for another episode. Who knows? All right, now to the fun stuff. John, I want to start this 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 show. or This isn't really the start. But I want to start by saying on July 1st of 2018, I remember I, remember I was sitting on the couch. It was probably like 8 p.m. or something. And I'm watching Man of Steel on HBO. And I get a buzz on my phone. It says LeBron James has signed with the LA Lakers. Jeez. And your initial reaction, it's funny thinking about this right now. You said, what is LeBron doing? He's giving up on the GOAT argument. He's going to make movies. Duh. What is he doing? You I, you 1,000% did. You, you were like, why is he joining Lonzo yeah. Ball, Ingram, you know, Josh Hart, Kuzma? What's going on? What is he doing? And, and I mean... I remember arguing with you about that as one of our one of our bigger uh, you know sports debates that we had without microphones, and I remember arguing with you I'm like John like LeBron will find a way like there's something gonna happen. But as it went on, you know they, it took a while and they finally were able to trade for Davis and look at yeah. him now. He, you he, know he he delivered a championship to the Lakers. They're back at the top of the hill. Yeah, they did it. I think looking back, it's interesting because of course the number one option. For LeBron to go with, if he wanted to win, was the Miami Heat, right? I mean, no, yeah. but no, I, mean, definitely <laughs> I think was. the realistic, the realistic teams. No, I'm kidding. The realistic teams were like Philly. That was one of the oh, teams. Yeah. He sent one of his agents to just go listen to their pitch, even though he had no intentions of yeah. playing there. The Rockets were in play. Like, oh, if he joins teams with Chris That's Paul right. and James Harden, whatever. But I think, That's right. You said he should have gone to Philly. I do. I think I thought Philly, but, and I wish looking back, you know, that's what's like, cool. That looks so stupid. It's what's cool about having the podcast now is I can just look back on what I thought at the time. Like <laughs> at the beginning of the season, Alex, I listened to our first episode. It's actually embarrassing how I was like, "Yeah, the Clippers just look like a better team." And LeBron, I mean, they did. Well, they did. We were calling out just one game. We were calling how we saw it. one without Paul George. And right? honestly, on paper, I'll probably still say they on paper they probably had the best team. Right. But to kind of, I remember I listened to that first episode. I was like, "Yeah, this is Twilight Lebron." So AD's really. Gotta leave, like I just sound so stupid, yeah. but whatever. <laughs> Get, getting away from that, I remember thinking, who is LeBron joining forces within LA? And you know, after of course the Anthony Davis wants to force his way out in the middle of the 2019 season, and that trade fault that de- the trade deadline deal falls through, and the Lakers you couldn't do it. Don't get it, and the Lakers missed the playoffs. And I remember a Bill Simmons podcast from 2019 where he's basically saying, where does LeBron go from here? Right, three rings, two with Miami, one with Cleveland. You know, he's not playing with Kyrie and Love. He's not playing with Bosch and Wade right now. What's he going to do? Because this deal fell through. And I think Simmons basically went through, like, the top 15 guys in the league or top 20. He's like, I mean, I don't know. LeBron's not going to be able to play with Harden now. He's not going to play with Ben Simmons. Like, Philly's not going to trade Embiid, whatever. So who, what's he going to play with? Is he going to hope the Pistons trade Blake Griffin? That's, that can be his number two. Is it going to be, you know, Damian Lillard? I think Damian Lillard wants to stay with the Blazers. Like, he was basically looking at it, and it didn't seem like LeBron was going to win another chip for the rest mm-hmm. of his career. He's 34, getting, entering his season, going to be 35 years old. And, of course, now looking back on the AD deal, Ingram, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, three first-rounders, and I think a couple of first-round pick swaps. So five kind of total. Is it five? Looking, yeah. Are you sure? Well, wow. well based with the pick swaps. Okay. Looking back on it, 
it's just it's it's like laughable now. People were actually saying things. I think like, it's a good trade on both sides, though. No, the Pelicans. Were, I mean, the Pelican, people were right. saying this is a tremendous haul for David Griffin and the Pelicans. And yes, if your star is going to leave you in a season from now, it's get it's better to get something. Yeah, even absolutely. though and, and, and Brandon Ingram became an All Star, and to me, it yeah. still wasn't like tr- a tremendous haul, right? And what of could course, they have got for Davis, who wanted he had one foot out the door already? Listen, I think it's it doesn't look as bad in hindsight because of the fact they. Won the lottery, which they weren't supposed to. They had this has nothing to do with Zion. No, no, no. I'm saying no one's gonna look back. But you look at Davis. You like generational talent, and he just is saying bye. And with two years left, player empowerment. He, they have no control. I know, and that's the point. They had no control. And we're gonna. We obviously talked about that in our LeBron, you know, the decision episode in the player empowerment era. But that's the reason why. In that one, I told you that Bill Simmons podcast, it looked like, oh my gosh, I was thinking like, how is LeBron going to get a, you know, a second guy to play with? How is he going to win a chip in LA? I don't know if it's possible. Of course, the player empowerment era, it doesn't matter like which players look locked up in their deals or not. Anthony Davis essentially said, I want to play for the Lakers with LeBron. And there was really nothing that his team could do except for trade him there. Because any team he was going to go well, to. They, they, Paul George tried the same thing. And he got shipped to OKC. So right. Not and exactly. we, we saw how it Ka- was, Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors. It did matter. Cool. And now I'm, I'm, I'm still disagreeing with you. That's It didn't matter that, that the Lakers had who they had right. to be able to trade. They were bad for those five seasons. They were able to flip right. those guys, those young pieces, those number two picks, however many of yeah. them there but were. But even looking back on that deal, Pretty the easy. fact that people coming into the season, like I know Bill Simmons said this, I think Sports Illustrated, a lot of people had the Clippers, I mean, most people picked the Clippers <sighs> over, and over the Lakers, and a lot of people even had like the Nuggets in the conference finals. So I'm just like, okay, what? Well, like, well let's talk about two that. Two stars and we don't think Let's, let's talk good. about that. You look at this Lakers team, and now we see all these guys who have rings. And of course, we, and we've been, we talked about this when our finals preview, how top-heavy Lakers are. It's LeBron and Davis, definitely the number, the best one-two punch in the league. Some people are arguing it's it's the best since even Kobe Shaq and Kobe, Shaq, right? you know? Um, and you look after. KCP, beforehand, yes, he had a great finals. Beforehand, no one thought anything that great of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rondo, he, he had turned into a journeyman. Way He's been with Rondo. five different teams now. Dwight Howard, he was exiled from the... He almost... He was literally... This yeah. is his last chance. Like, if, if this didn't work out, Dwight's out of the league. Mm-hmm. Um... J.R. Smith, Deion Waiters. Of course, these guys are, didn't play, <laughs> but JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee. Who am I forgetting? Yeah, like, Danny Green has been, he's been a solid role player in years past. Danny Green just repeated. <laughs> and JaVale McGee has the same amount of rings as Larry Bird. Alex Crusoe. Like, LeBron really did win, of course, with Davis, yes? But with the rest of, of these Davis. guys are, are a meme team, it, in my, in my It opinion. just shows you how so, great LeBron is and how great, if you just have those two of the top five best guys in the league, how really impossible, not, I mean, nearly impossible it was to, to beat them, you know? And, of course, the Heat were injured and the Clippers didn't make it and all that. But, I mean, really, I think they didn't look like they, there was any point where they were going to give... Like, if you just bet on LeBron, you made the right bet. And even though he's in 35, he's in year 17, you know, they got it done. Yeah, and, and you know, LeBron asked for his damn respect. And let us let's let me give him a little, little respect right here, okay? This is something impressive. Now he's finally... We talked about Kawhi having potential to be the first guy... To win Finals MVP <laughs> with three different teams, how, how and we, we kind of, about of course, it? of course, we've mentioned that LeBron had that opportunity as well, but we for some reason was, we talked about well, Kawhi just more. Once again, the Clippers looked like the better team going in, but now looking back, LeBron has done something no one has done, and let's let's look in retrospect now. All right, he goes to Miami. In the previous four years or five years, we had not won a playoff series. We were in the lottery literally like two seasons before we signed LeBron. We're number one, or number two picks. We had Mike Beasley, Mike Beasley yeah. right? He comes, we go to four straight finals. The Cavs, go after he leaves the Cavs, four straight 
seasons in the lottery. They win the lottery twice. LeBron comes four finals and they win one. Now the Lakers, they had that five-year playoff drought. LeBron shows up. They win the championship in his first full healthy season. Of right. course, they had Davis too. You can't, can't forget that. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely something to be said for that. And for, you know, everyone, we'll talk about LeBron versus Jordan a little bit later and how their careers compare, especially after this ring. But there's something to be said for LeBron and anywhere he goes. And, and it, of course, it's a lot of what he brings on the court. And But I'm sure a lot of people, and there's probably a ton of articles being written right now about actually what he was able to do off the court. He's turning mm-hmm. into a GM, and I saw there was an article on The Ringer. can't remember who wrote it. But it was like, LeBron, stop comparing LeBron to Mike. He's going to have more of a career like Jerry West, where Jerry West, uh, now, in his, he, in his since he's retired as a player, you know, right. years and years and years ago. He helped the Warriors build he's, their dynasty. He's built a lot of he championship teams build it back. in the front office. And LeBron is doing that as a player, essentially, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, very impressive. Let's see him go to the Knicks in a couple of years. Win one for the Knicks, then... Maybe he can go to a, you know another different team and just go yeah. from team to team and win championships for everyone. And so two quick facts that are a little bit unrelated. One, LeBron James is now the second player to win four rings, four finals MVPs, and four MVPs. He's the second player after Michael Jordan. Mm. And I think that makes perfect sense. Those are the top two guys. That's how, you, yeah, that's how that's it should it. be. That's how it should be. Um, and we're going to make, you know, of course, we're going to talk about that later. No, this is unrelated. I want to say this. Of course, this season... Part of the reason it was so weird was was the tragic, just weird passing of of Kobe Bryant on January 26th, and that happening, and the, this Lakers team coming and finishing the season, the you know, storybook ending with winning the championship. They had the Kobe patches, of course. They won the they wore the jerseys throughout the playoffs. Um, but this is something. This is so random. I, and I saw this on uh, on Twitter in t- 2009. Kobe in L.A. The Lakers, they beat Houston in round two, they beat Denver in round three, and they win the title in Orlando oh, when wow. they beat the Magic. LeBron James and the Lakers this year, 2020, they beat Houston in round two, they beat Denver in round three, and they win the title in, in Orlando. Orlando. Not against pretty Orlando. Cool. Not Very against Orlando, weird. but pretty cool. Of course, you know, that's that's classic. We make up all these these stats and whatever right. different I mean, the bubble, stories with LeBron, but that's something pretty cool. The and, bubble could have been in Vegas, you know? I mean, that's just kind of crazy. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, you got to... At the very least, you gotta like watching the Lakers win just for for Kobe and how that you know I mean that brought the whole basketball world together. Okay. All right. Well, listen, Alex. This show is called Heat Take. Not <laughs> Take. We're gonna get back to LeBron, but first we need to pay our dues and pay our respects to the Miami Heat as Heat fans, and we need to talk about what a joy it has been this season to watch this team, Alex. Our favorite Heat team ever. Yes. I'm yeah, glad you have we to can, say we that. Can, we can say that. There's no and there's no other way to put it, and we kind of the theme we've come back to is being the underdogs. Bam, mm-hmm. we win the, we win the Eastern Conference Finals and Bam says this whole these this whole group has been dotted our whole life. We're just we're a bunch of underdogs with chips with chips on our shoulder. Yeah. And and they're hungry, you know? And and that definitely gives you more joy. Just I mean in general, when you when you're doing anything, playing a sport or whatever, if you're the, if you're the favorite person, either you win, and you do what you're supposed to do or you lose and it's an upset. Yeah. When you're the underdogs and no one expects you to be there, you're playing with house money. Any, yeah. Anything is, is the cherry on top. And going from beating the MVP in round two to then beating this young, sexy Celtics team that everyone loves. And of course, us being in <laughs> Boston. wanted to Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Um, and, and of everyone course, us being them. in Boston. That was incredible. And then even, we get to the finals against LeBron James. And we're injured. Swept. We're injured. We're, we're just cr- crawling to the finish line. And we're able to take two wins from them. Yeah, you know, incredible. And I think it has something, a question I've been thinking a lot about in the past 24 hours, right? Game six, we aren't really going to unpack that game on this episode, Alex. You know, it's <clears> clear <throat> whether you think 
the Heat were just overmatched or we were just we were exhausted. Gassed, we ran out of gas. Or just the injuries or all of it was just too we much. If LeBron and AD were too good, the def- Lakers defense, all that. We're not going to unpack all of that. But just watching that, it was tr- I was trying to understand how I should feel. And the truth was, like, I was just at peace, like, as a Heat fan, you know? <laughs> I think this the question I've been thinking about a lot is, is it possible to be happy or about your team's season when you don't win a of championship? Of course, absolutely. And, yeah, of course the answer is yes. And sitting there, we're down <clears throat> 20 points in the closeout game in the finals in which we were saying going into it, we're going to force a game seven, we're going to force game seven. And just watching how it happened, you know, there was nothing I could hold against this team. Like, we were not... Technically, we were underdogs in every single round of the playoffs, right? We were the five seed, but yeah. really, we gave Indiana the four seed. We just handed it to them because we knew there was no yeah, the last game of the bubble. But and we stepped them. But really, since the Bucks series, we were underdogs in every one. The Bucks against Celtics. the Celtics. Miss wait, by the way, the Celtics. I don't know if you said this before. All six games of that series, Boston was favored <laughs> individually in each game, exactly. which is insane. And of course, back. the Lakers were in every single game of this series as well. Of course. And f- how about the fact that everyone wanted? The, expected the Lakers to sweep. And then when, when we won game three, even then they still didn't think we were going to have a bounce back win in game five. And the way it all happened, Alex, we're going to get into really quickly our top you know, moments of this season, really of the playoffs. Um, but just so rewarding to see this team, like really t- talk about LeBron James in 2018, talking about squeezing every single drop he could get out of the orange, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what this team did. Spo and Pat Riley and Jimmy Butler and, and our, all of our guys, they got everything they possibly could have out of this season. We could not have done better. I, I really and, don't and think And John, the, the best thing about this team is that as Heat fans, we're able to sit back and say and take all these moral victories and say and just enjoy, yeah. the, enjoy the, the ride and say we're proud of our team. But guess what? No one in that locker room is feeling the same no. way. Of course, I'm sure they're proud of what they did overall, but Jim, I, mean, you, I don't know if you watched the press conference with Jimmy. Mm. As a as a Heat fan, I love to see him saying, "I did not do my job." Yeah, Jimmy, you dropped, you 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 made you history. Did you did two. The first guy since LeBron, the only guys other than LeBron to have two thirty point triple doubles He's, in the NBA Finals, and you didn't do your job. He Jimmy. did. People something. expected us to win forty three games in the regular season, be a first round out, and you didn't do your job. Yeah. You took us to the finals. He had a Jordan esque, LeBron esque series, and like th- th- that is not hyperbolic. Like, there's really no one. We've actually Wade had the Wade, 06 yeah, series. Shaq had one series where the numbers were comparable, but some of the numbers I think it had to do with the scored and assisted numbers. Like he scored. Well, let me let me give you the stat. The I'll give you the stat. No actually. one's done it other than MJ and LeBron. Here, let Look me give ahead. it to you. So in, from games two through five, Butler scored or assisted on 240 points. That's a four-game stretch. That's the most in a final span other than LeBron, who had 245 points <laughs> in 2017 finals. Jordan had 239 in a four-game stretch in 1993 mm. in the finals. So you're right. When you talk about individual performances in the finals, it's one of the greatest. Those four, that four-game stretch. Of course, you you remove game one, you remove game six, just as far as the stats-wise. But and it's, it's as good as any four-game stretch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's up there with right now Jordan and LeBron. That's right. incredible. So for for but but for him to do that and to say in the, in this interview, I recommend watching it. Um, the stats don't matter because we didn't win. Because mm-hmm. I think someone asked him, "Well, Jimmy, how do you look back at the season? How do you how do you uh, you know look at your performance and what you did?" It says none of the stats matter because we didn't win. So no, like I did not do my job. I told Pat, I told Coach Pat, I told Coach Spo, I said I'm gonna get you one. I'm here to win one. And you know I hope one day. Jimmy and we can... didn't do it, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do my job. I hope and one day. I, you have to love a team that takes no moral victories because guess what? You can expect the next year we're gonna come back. 
even hungrier to yeah. win. And I don't want to get too deep on this, but I want to hope that he can at least draw some form of success or like I mean, you know feeling of like accomplishment from what we did this season. Like, well, we couldn't have, we couldn't <laughs> he could not as a single player and of course as a team you could not have gotten more out of this group given the injuries and given you know the the fact that we had two undrafted guys and a 20 year old rookie in Tyler Hero doing having all the huge minutes that they were supposed to have in an NBA Finals. Well, you know? I think it's more that, but I guess that's the reason why Jimmy's so great. It's because yeah. he's not going to sit up there and say, you know what, pat himself on the back. I did a good job. I think it's more he's he has to say. It's, it's, not, it's not that he's like, you know, beating himself up or anything like that. It's more that, yeah, we had a great season. Guess what? I expect more and we want more right. and, and we're not going to uh, get complacent after this. Mm-hmm. He said, you best believe next year we're going right. to come and, back stronger. And just as a fan though, I think we can be at peace. Game three and five was just extreme satisfaction watching our team play the way they did and just excitement, you know? And I think a Spurs-like dynasty is coming. I think, I don't think we're going to miss, mean, all right. I don't think we're going to miss the playoffs in in a long time. Yeah. And I think we'll be perennial that's, contenders that's, that's a fair argument for the next saying. decade and a half. We should, right? We, we absolutely should be. Two young studs in Bam and in Tyler Hero. We got a revolving door of just undrafted studs, right? Like Duncan Robinson, Kendrick Nunn, DJJ, star free agents like Jimmy. And we really placed ourselves on the map here, I think, for all the unhappy yeah. guys like Bradley Beal in Washington, Donovan Mitchell in Utah, Oladipo in Indiana, like all these guys who want to win and who are looking at their organization and saying, like, uh, you know, I don't I wanna do what Jimmy did. I wanna I wanna play for Heat Culture. Yeah. And I think this is something that you know you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier. It's like this is probably this is the worst uh, you know formation of this team we might see in the next few years. Just because it's very possible for sure. Because this Bam be. is twenty three, Tyler Hero is twenty. You know Jimmy, of course, thirty. We this might have been the peak of his season. I know he doesn't think of his career. I know he doesn't think that. But I think going forward, yeah. we only have the potential to be better. Spo he, is well, young. Spoken coaches. Here's for the what next I will say. Years. Here's what I will say, John. We at, we at the same time we we should enjoy this moment, and we know how quickly your team can change after 2014 Finals. We thought, ah, so yeah, just it's one more Finals, it's our fourth one. You know, we're not gonna we're not going anywhere anytime soon. And then you know, the next three years or next four years, whatever, not not nowhere close to the Finals. So very we have to appreciate we have to appreciate this for what it is. Another thing, but if it's you very think Boston? One... You may, let me just finish it. You think Boston in 2018 they go to Game Seven against LeBron? They lose at the very end of the game. You think they were? They would probably say, "Yeah, we're gonna be in the finals in the next few years." We got Kyrie coming back. We got Tatum and Brown emerging. So at the same time, the East is getting deeper, and this team—it's sure. not—it's not gonna get any easier. But mm-hmm. yes, as a Heat fan, we should be happy look, moving forward. There's gonna be a lot. There's a lot of things to be positive about. Uh-huh. Um, and then we get Giannis in 2021. So yeah. All right, but with that, Alex, why don't we give our top five moments of the season? I'll start off. I think this one's easy. Everyone knows what it is. It's Game Five. It's mm. and this is no, you know, God rest. Uh, Kobe's soul like this is nothing about you know <laughs> of course the fact that they're wearing the Mamba jersey and like that's what I, I hate to, to it, we hate well, it's to nothing against happen. Kobe but guess what if Kobe they showed what, up what would Kobe jerseys? have done if they're wearing these jerseys yeah. Anthony Davis has got his gold sneakers on ready to these guys are tasting the they, champagne already and they, they showed and we, the trophy and the and ESPN just the ESPN headlines are and the tweets were just hilarious all day job's not finished yet you know here here, the lakers got one more to win lebron about to win his fourth third everyone just counting us out and jimmy going out there and doing what he did in game three 
Essentially, not once, yeah. not once. But he now did. we're doing it again, right? Really Everyone did. talked compared to AI got one from the Lakers in 2001 against Kobe and Shaq, and then the Lakers swept after that. And people were comparing Jimmy. You know what? Jimmy got them one. That's it. Lakers are going to gentlemen yeah. sweep through the whole playoffs. And in Game Five, oh, just seeing how everyone was just shocked. Everyone was just stunned by. It. And people didn't even want to talk about how great the Heat were. They wanted to talk about Danny Green missing the shot, which of course we gave him. We, we'd rather double team LeBron than and let Danny Green miss mm-hmm. that wide open three, but. Just having that game, totally unexpected, shocking the world. And Duncan Robinson with 26 points, with se- was it seven threes? Seven, he went seven, seven for 13. That's incredible. In that game. Duncan Robinson, man. All around, the whole team, just an incredible performance. That will be one of the most, you know, just awesome victories for in Miami Heat history. Yeah, of course. And, and that goes back to the underdog factor and the no one expected us to do that factor, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... And then, like I said, you know, we talked about the Mama jerseys. They hadn't lost in the playoffs in the Mama jerseys. They're they're expecting to close it out and have it you know, be this poetic thing, which ended up being, of course, for Kobe. Davis is wearing these gold shoes and all. So just going in and 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 you know knocking them on their butts was was good. And I just want to mention this too while we're on the topic of Game Five, which gave us our second win against the Lakers. The only team we're the only team that beat the Lakers twice this this postseason. Mm-hmm. Damon CJ only got one. Harden, Westbrook, they only got one. <laughs> Jokic and Murray only got one yeah. against against this amazing team. And so for 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 our team, for Jimmy, basically getting two by himself, playing with compromised Bam, Jeez. Bam. No one's gonna think about it like that. That's yeah. interesting. I, even I hadn't thought about it. You know, all those other great teams got only yeah, one win. Exactly. And we snuck out two, even without Dragic throughout the whole series. And and I picked the Heat before the the, the finals, and yes. you know. Of course, now looking back, your pick doesn't feel wrong. It doesn't feel wrong. We, we, you know, was my tough. pick was, was correct. Tough. I picked maybe the Lakers. If you had to, gun to my head, full health, now maybe I would say, you know what, I can't doubt that LeBron, probably probably Lakers in seven, but I I, I can always yeah. defend. You know what? The Heat probably were the better team. Full health, yeah. full strength. And, and that's weird saying that because I picked the Lakers yeah. in six to win it. My pick was correct, but it felt serendipitous. You know, I was right yeah. for the wrong it was very, reason. It was it very, was like, ended up I was very right, different. yeah, like the Lakers... You know, blew us out in those first two games. They ended up blowing out in Game Six, but it's it happened for uh, partly the injury reasons. So yeah. I, you know what? It, that's going to be one of the big what ifs. The 2019 Warriors were injured and lost to the Raptors. The 2015 Cavaliers were injured and lost to the Warriors. I think this is another team. I think probably no one will ever say that because LeBron James won, and they probably expected him to win regardless. But the fact that we were able to get two without. Bam, being at full strength and without Dragic for the whole series, mm-hmm. it's something to be said. Absolutely. So, Alex, what's okay. number two? Number two, this one's, I mean, tough again because it's pretty much, as you can imagine, probably between game three, the Jimmy game, or I think I, my pick, my number two pick, game one versus Boston. Mm-hmm. And that series, John, because moving, because, you know, beating the Bucks was obviously a big deal. We beat the one seed, we beat them in five games, we, we beat the MVP. That that validated what we've been saying all season. That validated this team. Mm-hmm. But and then to come out and in this all right, now what are you gonna do against Boston? They're a little bit a little bit more uh playoff experience. They're they top to bottom, they're probably more talented than than uh Milwaukee. What are you guys gonna do? Game one, we're down fourteen points in the fourth quarter. Goran Dragas drops twenty nine. Hero hit some big shots at the end. Of course, mm. there's the Jimmy three-pointer that put us up one, I oh, think. Man. And then the and one. And, of course, that's not, none of those were the best play of the game. The best play of the game was the greatest block in playoffs history. Yes, I'm <laughs> adding LeBron right now. Bam, out of bio, blocking Jason Tatum's 
slam dunk attempt. Wow. His to wrist, win the game. His wrist somehow didn't break off. His shoulder somehow <laughs> didn't pop out of its socket. And Bam makes that block yeah. without fouling uh, Jason Tatum. With his, It was also with his left hand. Okay? Yeah. So that, that game and the feeling that I got from that, that I think actually, John... That might have been my most enjoyable game of of the playoffs. That it's was ha- an awesome. It's game. hard to say against these these two wins against the Lakers. Just but that was a basketball game for a I basketball mean, that was fan. perfect. And I was I was and as Heat fans living in Boston right now, of I was pooping my pants that game. Yeah. I was I was stressed out of my mind. Yeah. But, but I think you hit the it payoff. Perfectly. It was it was that beautiful. game was just everyone on our team coming together and doing what they do. Bam, Jimmy, Hero, like mm-hmm. everyone. Goron scoring twenty nine oh. quietly somehow. Oh. Okay, number three. I think this is pretty easily... This is game three from this final series. This was the Jimmy game. Everyone thought the Lakers would sweep. And you know what else? I need to talk about this really quick. On Twitter, I don't know if you were seeing, but Halsey apparently is a... Halsey? Halsey. 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 (laughs) Halsey doesn't listen to much of her music. (laughs) She's a Lakers fan. She became like the Lakers spokesperson in this playoffs on Twitter. And she was just hyping them up. And I think someone tweeted, maybe it was like Kevin O'Connor, you know, this is... Heat perf- like this Heat team, given the injuries, has been fighting so hard in this game too, and it's a testament to how tough they are. And it's unfortunate, like you know, that Dragic and Bam are out, but they have so much fight in them. And she retweets it and says, like, "Yes, yeah, really admirable." Heat or yeah, uh, Lakers in four. Yeah, I'm like, all right, like that. Just seeing like the random like Hollywood bandwagon Lakers fan like trying to talk. <laughs> Like she's, oh okay like go like she's just basically telling the Heat to go screw themselves like that just pissed me off so to see and like like Halsey's looking at my tweets I retweeted it after that game three when Jimmy <laughs> when Jimmy took over dropped forty on a in a triple double and that was one of the best performances argue it's a top three performance and you can make the argument that it's number one well, I'll, I'll make the I'm gonna this is this might be history. sacrilegious but to see that happen fan, I was retweeting Halsey saying. Lakers and what? Yeah. And then again, of course, we had. That's what we talked about. Game Lakers. five. Supposed to be Lakers, Lakers and five. Lakers and five. And then we did course, it again. Turned it to Lakers it to and six. six. So this, I'm actually John. You can't gonna, not put games three and games five on the all time list for just best Heat playoff games ever. Yeah, and I'm actually John. This this might be sacrilegious to say, but I I'm gonna make the argument for it being the best individual performance in Miami Heat history. You compare it to to D Wade game three versus versus Dallas. Dallas yeah. It's also that's at home. That's at home. And you look at that team. You have Shaq on your team. You have Gary Payton. You have Jason Williams. You have you still. It's a normal team. It's a normal squad. You know, so that's obviously impressive. LeBron in the Garden, of course, incredible. But that's more to me. That's I mean, it's LeBron, right? You you look at now this Jimmy Butler, 40, 13, and eleven. No Goron, no Bam. Guarding LeBron James and, and out LeBroning LeBron, doing having that stat line where he out rebounded, out scored, out assisted LeBron. No one's ever done that, even on LeBron's team. And we're down, we're down 0-2, of course. And everyone's yeah. counting us out. Just if you consider, like to me, it's like the context. So the context makes it the best performance yeah. in and history. Honestly, and the stat line is as no one's had a stat line before. We I think had two to, steals also. Honestly, we have to wait a year or two. Sure, or three eh, maybe sure. Whatever. For, forget about like it's. We can't even like fathom. I can't even think about game three and like it's all happened so quick and it was all just so great like this list it's just crazy to even think about and you'd mentioned that alex like what he did 40 13 and 11 guarding lebron james without his second and third best guys potentially or whatever you want to say down 0-2 it's just it's unfathomable like the fact that we were able to pull that off and mm-hmm. I, I can't even it was jimmy it, it yeah. was literally jimmy there was no it was as spolster said after the game jimmy right, alex, butler what's number four on the list number four has got to be boy wonder Tyler, hero, more than a sandwich. 
37 point outburst versus Boston in game four to give us a 3-1 lead. I mean, a 2-2 series, especially against Boston, that's that's tough looks. And and you have Hero getting guarded by Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart, two of the mm. best perimeter defenders in the, in the league. And he outclutched, you know, the previous golden boy, boy wonder of, of the playoffs, <laughs> Jason Tatum, who was, you know, he won everyone's hearts in 2018 when he was the youngest guy doing anything like that yeah. in the playoffs at 20 years old. And for Hero, a guy who... He's not even a top three player on our team. Maybe you could argue, make the argument that he's better than Dragic, but I probably wouldn't. I would say no. he's probably number four. He's number four on our team, and he has that 37-point outburst versus Boston. Career high in NBA. Career high. Best, in his best game, the best game of his life. Best game of his life. In the playoffs, and at that point, that was probably the biggest game up in, in, in his life up to that point. Mm-hmm. So, And that was just amazing, especially yeah. because it put him on the map. And against these Boston fans who, we've, of course, we've had our group chat to their our camp friends from Boston, our, our friends here from Boston, chirping Tyler Hero because he's right. kind of he's the guy. Okay, yeah, he oh, you who's, this, hate who's this cocky twenty year old, yeah, right? Exactly. But he's getting buckets, and there's nothing. There's right. nothing better. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, Alex, th- these four games we all mentioned were all versus the, the Lakers and the Celtics, <laughs> but it's not even talking about the best team that we beat, like like on paper potentially yeah. like re- regular yeah, the season number record, one team in the league the number one team with the back-to-back mvp and defensive player of the year Giannis antetokounmpo and us just which game so absolutely which, which, which embarrassing moment? them and the moment i'm picking was the one that we all kind of talked about it, how we could beat them but we finally saw us and saw it happen and we believed it when jimmy dropped 40 in game one mm-hmm. with those clutch baskets and we take game one from milwaukee and that obviously puts us on the trajectory to go up 3-0, okay? A lot of these, when an underdog wins in a series, you usually see it go 1-1, 2-2, whatever. Or you go to 7, you push it to 7. Push it to 7, and that, that underdog team will like you know clutch it out and win in a close series. We dominated them. Yeah. They we were a juggernaut, dominated. and we dominated and them. It really, so, and let's not forget, it really should have been a sweep. It should have been. I can make the argument that that yeah. one terrible call at the end of Game 4 cost us mm-hmm. uh, that sweep. Which yes. whoever cares, whatever. We'll credit Chris Milton. Chris, yeah. Milton. Chris Milton was went great. off. He turned into Kobe for a game. That's right. fine. It was great. He played Milton. amazing in, in game four. And it, we ended up gentlemen sweeping them and starting off 9-1 yeah. in the playoffs. And then, of course, after the, the hero 37 point against Boston, we were 11-2 in this mm-hmm. playoffs. And but that look, Jimmy that, that Jimmy 40 piece was nice. And in his mid-range game at the, at the end, man, yes. clutching it out for us. Okay. Awesome. So we can honestly have a whole separate episode, you know, in the next few weeks. Just talking about, just having our... Our heat, you know, <laughs> celebration, how awesome this team was and how fun it was. All right, but Alex, now let's get into it. LeBron versus Jordan debate. LeBron wins his fourth title, his fourth finals MVP. How does this ring affect the GOAT debate? What what happens for LeBron? So it's actually crazy, John. And I don't know. Maybe it hasn't fully set in. But I really, for me personally, I actually don't think this affects my opinion at all. Which my opinion prior is... I probably I would I always make the argument for LeBron. Maybe it's emotional bias, but I always will say I think you can easily make the argument for either guy, and I have no problem with anyone making the argument for either guy. What I will say is I don't I don't I don't agree with anyone's completely disparaging the other and saying oh LeBron is not even close or Jordan's mm-hmm. not even close. It is close to me. They're neck and neck. To me, it's pick your poison. To me, it's as even as you could possibly get. Um, but you know what I will say is is four rings is closer. To six than three was. Three is half of six. Now LeBron's got no doubt, four rings. Of course. <laughs> um, but I guess I actually kind of want to ask you something, John. What are you more impressed with, John, in LeBron's career? Was it 
taking George Hill, J.R. Smith, and Larry Nance <laughs> in that terrible Cavs team to the finals in 2018, they should they really should have lost to that Boston team. Was, were you more impressed with that or this LA ring where he wins with Anthony Davis and he doesn't beat any, you know, super team, right? right? Well, which, so, is, which is more impressive? Because guess what? The same people who probably say, oh, well, the ring is the most important. I'm more impressed with him winning a ring with the Lakers than, than, than you know, taking that Cavs team to the finals and not winning against a super team right. are probably the same team that will try to discount this ring and say, well, the Heat had their injuries and he has Anthony Davis, who's an absolute stud. And all. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, which do we value more? Should we value this just because it's a ring? Or can I look at it and be like, wait, actually getting to the finals was probably harder for LeBron to do that year. Yeah, I think it, it kind of comes back to what I was talking about with being proud of the Heat, even though they didn't win a championship and like being satisfied, more than satisfied, being you know, ecstatic about the Heat season, where even though they didn't win the ring and that we lost in, in a blowout game six in the finals, right? But I think, I, just to answer your question directly, LeBron's 2018 season, even though he got swept in the NBA finals, was more impressive to me than wow. his 2020 season in which he won this ring in LA. And I think it has to do with context and expectations versus reality. You know, when you're Jimmy Butler and you're expected to get swept, and you have the game three performance that you had, and then you're expected to get to get blown out when they're wearing their Mamba jersey. The Lakers are wearing their Mamba mm-hmm. jerseys in game five, and then you have 35 points and an insane, you know, three point win against the Lakers in game five. Th- that's when those are the ones that build your legacy up even yeah, more. Absolutely. It's when you're down three one in the finals and LeBron James wins three straight games. Yeah. That's what that's those are the moments where we build these guys their legacies up way higher. So to me, in 2018. Thinking about his 51-point performance against the greatest team of all time, right? The Warriors with Steph, Clay, Dre, and they added Kevin Durant and another MVP to that team, which is just, I think it's pretty much, like, not even a debate that most people believe that is, like, the greatest, just talented team, basketball team of all time, right? When you look at what he did there, the fact that they he put 50 on that team, and they And then it was no a game, and they should have won. Like, and he had you, no, have, you have Steph. Clay, uh, Kevin Durant, a championship team, top to bottom, he didn't great have, bench. And he didn't have Kyrie with him. And, and yeah, exactly. he's no Kyrie, and Love had gotten, he had previously right. come back from injury. Overall, the fact that they right. had no answer for LeBron James, and that LeBron was set up perfectly to win that game, right. if not for a to- one of the most boneheaded plays by J.R. Smith right. in, the, in, in the history of the NBA, they would have won that game. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. So, I, so I think, yeah, the point in your question, of course, is, to prove that the finals record doesn't matter. LeBron's four and six, but we have two losses to the KD Warriors. We have the one in twenty fifteen where both of his players are Love and, and Kyrie are yeah. injured. So and in two thousand seven, that's another example where he took that team to the finals, had no business right. of being there, and he gets swept. All right, now it's against his against right. his finals record. Well, like no, we shouldn't hold that against of him. Course. That should be something good about him. And of know? course, twenty eleven finals. LeBron, that that's the there's one. No, there's no defense. If that's the reason someone thinks MJ is better than LeBron, yeah. like so be it. But you can't count against all these other finals losses. So I agree with you there, Alex. Four rings, of course, the math is obvious. It's, it's closer to six than three was. But t- to me, this this LA title is probably the least. I don't want to like. This sounds like this. I don't want this to sound crazy, but it's just the least heavy one uh, title that he's won. It's the least. Oh, I definitely. I will definitely disagree with that. I think. I 2016 is the, is the 20, biggest okay. one. Okay, that's, that's definitely... That's, 2012 that's was the shining well. star in his resume. 2012 as well, and 2013. Those all were more impressive right. than his 2020 title. It I mean, was, it just were. I, this title, I can't believe you're saying that. Like, 
Just tell me which title this one was more impressive than. OKC won it's, the it's, Spurs. To me, it's one, either it's probably on par. It's got to be on par with with the the first Heat one. And no. that's his first ring, so you want to say that? But guess what? We were underdogs, dude. The whole the whole bubble. Yeah, we were underdogs, but you it, like of course hindsight's that team 20, was healthy. Hindsight's twenty twenty. The team but, was fully healthy. Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, James Harden. I know they were young. Yes, they were young. They, had home court. they were like twenty. Durant's like twenty three. They man. had they had home court advantage, and they were favored. Vegas Vegas liked them. Hindsight's Vegas twenty. Knows. I know hindsight's twenty twenty, but it, like it looking is. back, no, it's not. I mean, look at this. This is they're in, they're in the bubble, dude. They're in the. They stopped the season. Like Lebr- I don't know. LeBron's in year- not, LeBron's in year seventeen. He's thirty five. So, so MJ MJ retired so at this that's, age. That's what's more impressive: the fact that he's this old and he's yes, still this great. Absolutely. But to me, this title that's like that's why I think this title didn't like change that much. It bolsters the resume, of but like it doesn't change what we know about him as a player. And that just gets back to the whole NBA. Fun- oh well, he didn't win in twenty eighteen, so therefore he doesn't gain any legacy points. Like no, the twenty eighteen season got LeBron much higher, even though he didn't win a ring. So I think it gets back to that. But I want to go on my little monologue here comparing MJ and LeBron. And Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer wrote a great article just about the MJ-LeBron. Everyone's going to argue about this. But at the end of the day, right now, LeBron, there's a difference. MJ's career is finished, and we're still watching LeBron's unfold. Okay, <laughs> We've been saying so, this for the past. So there's a distinction. And, and you go back. I think our episode, we did this back in February of this year, Alex. We did like a MJ versus LeBron yeah. episode. And in it, I basically said, which instead of just, you know, being the talking head and just taking a side and like arguing it, I basically said, well, listen, it doesn't matter because LeBron's career is not done yet. So it's crazy <laughs> that we're seriously arguing this right now. When his career's not finished, like, he could still win another ring, another two rings, like, maybe another MVP. I think it's probably unlikely it's another MVP, but it's possible, right? So there's a, stin- a distinction between watching the story unfold in real time with LeBron, like we're doing. That's what our generation's doing. And being able to look back at history and know exactly how Jordan's career played out, you know, because it's finished yeah, already. But I, so, I, I think the fact, really just quick on that, I think the fact that I, what I said, and maybe, maybe other people will disagree with me, that this doesn't change my my opinion of LeBron too much. Like I just think like there's not I'm not super shocked or this is something this is nothing I didn't expect from LeBron. So that doesn't change my opinion of him. So yes, we are still watching LeBron's career unfold, but I kind of would argue the story's pretty much written. We know who LeBron is, we know what he's capable of. Like what would he do that would okay. really that would really knock your socks off? Well I wasn't shocked that LeBron won this championship this year. He was, I don't fa- tease he was our next segment. He was top two or three favorite going in. Yeah, I don't want to tease our next segment too much, but <laughs> I'm going to get into that. Why don't, why don't so we let me, let, me, let me finish my little MJ thing first, okay, all right, and then on, we'll get into finish. what LeBron let's... could do to beat to that could show us that he's even better than we thought. Okay, let's wrap this so up. So quickly, I just want to talk about, I think there's a good comparison for people in our generation to look at, um, to compare to Michael Jordan, and I think it's Patrick Mahomes, who's in the NFL right now. <laughs> I think when you look at MJ, and I know I saw... I've seen people say like MJ didn't have a perfect perfect situation in Chicago, but I'm I'm gonna compare it to Pat Mahomes in that young amazing talent that are placed in a great situation as they head into their prime. Okay, Mahomes is 25 years old, and he's a Super Bowl MVP. He's an MVP. He's he's playing with he's got great weapons. He's got Tyreek Hill. He's got Travis Kelsey, and he just signed a 10 year contract. And he has an offensive minded coach and Andy Reid that is building this around him and. For the next 10 years, Patrick Mahomes is in a great situation to win titles. And I think, similarly, MJ was in that. I know MJ didn't walk into, you know, he didn't walk into the Celtics organization when he came to Chicago. But MJ was... 
I'm, I'm saying like he didn't come to like oh yeah they were a like great yeah they were a franchise who had him he showed up won. to the Bulls and it was like what the cocaine circus that's the yeah. quote from the Last Dance but MJ was 24 when Scottie Pippen came okay so now he's got a great number two guy with him that's growing up like that are in the, in the league at the same time they're reaching their primes at the same time and they're you yeah. know they're growing together in the league so he has that he has a coach that maximizes his potential in Doug Collins okay who. And this really? Is, no, this is getting into <laughs> really. You're shouting like Doug Collins. Yeah, not Phil let Jackson. me finish. Well, then and then of course he gets Phil <laughs> Jackson, who then takes him to you know in in that decade from 1988, they 88, 89, and 90 they lost to the Pistons every year, right? Who ended up going to the finals and winning it except for an 88. But and then he won won six titles throughout the 90s, of course. So I'm saying what what I'm trying to show is that. LeBron didn't have that, okay? MJ had, like, what Mahomes is having right now. So, like, that's the comparison for people our age to look at. LeBron had seven seasons in Cleveland. He didn't get, you know, Pippen wasn't drafted to him that he could, you know, have that number two guy yeah. to, to win titles with. He didn't have a coach that he was that was going to build the offense around yeah. him and, and maximize his potential. He had to take matters into his own hands. And he had to find his Bulls organization and his Pippen, right? And he went to the Heat and joined Wade. And then in 2014... He saw that Heat team, the title window closed as Wade aged out. And he went and joined the two young stars in, in Cleveland, Kyrie and Love. And then again, Kyrie leaves. Love is not the same guy. Cleveland's window closes. He goes to LA. He fixes that situation. He gets his defensive-minded coach in Frank Vogel. He gets Anthony Davis with him. And he figures it out. And I'm just saying, that's another thing we have to look at. Is that MJ kind of had it made. And LeBron doesn't as much. And I'm, I'm sure people could disagree with of that. Of course. But that's and, something that I want to take into account. Sure. And really quick on LeBron, this isn't too much to have to do with MJ, but I guess here's what is impressive about this Lakers thing is, okay, he goes to Miami. Yeah, Miami wasn't, you know, a championship team the year previously, just like the one that Durant joined when he, when he goes to the Warriors. But the Heat have Dwayne Wade, and we had we were he knew that we were gonna sign Bosch. So you're already you're joining two All Stars, right? You're joining Pat Riley. He knows how to win. Then even going to the to the Cavs, you have Kyrie, and he knew they were lined up to make that trade for Kevin Love. So you're so you're also going in there, joining two stars. That's why when he joined this LA team, they had to really they really started from scratch. It's not like they had anything too. I mean, yes, they had those young assets to be able to trade. And maybe he thought down the line they'd be able to do it. But it's not like he knew for certain yeah. that they could get Anthony Davis. He really just went and was like, at this point, he rolled instead the dice. of he's yeah, he really did roll the dice. And that's why I think you and uh, among other people were like, Wow, LeBron's going to make movies, you know. Yeah. This is gonna Space be Jam too. <laughs> this is gonna be the MJ on the Wizards phase of his yeah. career. Like, well, you know, this is him giving up. He doesn't care about winning anymore. He's he's confident he's uh complacent with that his his career and his resume. He wants to go make money in movies now. But of course he went, he goes in and he really, that to me cements, I guess, his legacy as a player who will always find a way to get it done. Right. All right, Alice. Lastly, let's talk about what we got coming up. Our way too early predictions for next season. And I'll get into why I think LeBron could do something next season that will also change our view of him. Okay. So first, I just wanted to say this 2020 season has been the best NBA season that we've had in a while. And it wasn't just us watching the Warriors plow through all the competition, mm-hmm. knowing they'd be or crowned. Or knowing before before the season started, that's who's going to make the finals. Yeah, the Cavs and the Warriors. Knowing that, you know, the Warriors were going to win every single year with those three Durant years if they stayed healthy, of course. So, 17, 18, and 19, I would say not super... 19 was the West, The Western Conference playoffs was not compelling. Of course, not at all. And... 
the storylines this year were way more fun. Okay, so we had fun players, fun teams to follow. We had the Lakers versus the Clippers parody. Like, oh, who's going to make it out of L.A.? Giannis, back-to-back MVP. Dame, extremely fun. Of course, getting into the bubble and pushing his team to make the playoffs. Luka Mania, of course, in that first round against the Clippers. The Heat and the Nuggets, these these bubble teams that Underdog were so fun teams. to watch. Underdogs. And given all that, how fun the season was. This I was think, an awesome NBA season. Yes. Given all Amazing. that. 2021 has the potential to be even better. I okay, agree. I agree. Because out West, I'll, I'll go through the West, Alex, and then after, why don't you go through the East? Okay. But just this is what we're looking at in the West. We're looking at LeBron, Anthony Davis, and the Lakers returning to repeat and being just as good as they were this year, if not better. Okay, because they could potentially add, they have like, I think $10 million to add another good role guy. Hopefully a guy a little younger and better than, you know, Dwight Howard and mm-hmm. Rondo. Um, hopefully it's not like Carmelo Anthony, but they're going to be back. We got the Clippers who are just as talented as they were, uh, this past season and except they're going to be more motivated after how embarrassing they ended this season off. And And hopefully they can get a new coach that can can breathe some new life into that and have a little bit of a different, uh, vibe. So we're getting LA versus LA back, which of course didn't happen this season. Hopefully we can see that next year in the playoffs. We're also getting the return of Steph of the dynasty, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and, of course, they have Wiggins, who's a young, talented player. We're going to get a competitive Warriors team back, led by Coach Steve Kerr. And that's and really a three-headed also, monster. You got, of course, this year wait, was Alex, LA versus LA. It was please. LA versus LA. Now we got Golden State there, too. They also have the number two pick in this year's draft, the Warriors. Of course. So what are they going to do with that? What are they potential for them to they... trade for someone? Yeah. Or who knows, to draft a good young guy. Whatever it's going to be, those three teams are awesome. After those three, we have all the young, up-and-coming studs and teams with starting with Luka Doncic and the Mavericks at the top of the list I think Jokic and Murray of yeah, course yeah they put them right up there showed too what a great did. young duo they are this playoffs they're only Donovan better. Mitchell was all he dropped 57 in the playoffs this year mm-hmm. Zion of course is going to come back and hopefully stay healthy with this Pelicans and hopefully team. Lonzo can return to what he was doing during the regular <laughs> yeah. season Brandon, Brandon Ingram, Ingram also. And, and they have wait, who they who just, oh they, they're gonna get a coach right we'll see what coach they can coach. get I haven't even mentioned Damian Lillard or James Harden's teams yet. Okay, <laughs> two awesome teams that should be in the middle of the Western Conference playoffs, at least four or five seed range. Right? I mean, would you be shocked if either of those teams was a three seed? Probably not. Either, no, right? of course they. Eh, I mean, maybe, West, maybe, you got two MVPs on the Rockets. I don't know. Yeah. The Rockets gonna have to blow it up and maybe not blow it up, but figure something else With out. Westbrook, right? And of course, who could forget the other young, you know, teams on the playoff brink. John Morant and the Grizzlies, or even the 8-0 the Bubble Suns. The heartthrobs of the bubble, Right, man. the 8-0 Bubble Suns led by Devin Booker. Okay, so the worst team in the West right now, the worst one with a top pick in this draft, number one pick, is the Timberwolves. And they have two all-stars in Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. So, of course, and it's easy, just really quick, to hype this up and you know before it happens. And, of course, there's going to be injuries like there are every year. And some fits will be bad and will stop this from happening what i just outlined but the potential is massive the potential is there for this 2021 season to be filled with so many fun storylines and narratives and let me team and, players and before i get to the east there is no team in the west next year that you can point out and say they're tanking mm-hmm. there's I not agree. one team there's not one team that, that, that is like, like you're certain they're like tanking. The i think the every team probably will try to maybe the thunder We'll get rid of Paul and maybe they'll tank. They were a five seed this year. They were a, that's, a, that's a five seed. Really? Even the Kings, who who were a few like a game or two out of the playoffs two years ago, this past season, you might say, oh, they're going to go tank. But I don't know. They, I think they still are yeah. trying to win now. So, all right. The Eastern Conference. Let's, let's look at them going in. 
Milwaukee, Bucks have to run it back for one season and see if they can finally win it all with Giannis before potentially he leaves with mm-hmm. his looming free agency in 2021. Okay. Comes to South Beach. There's that team. The Brooklyn Nets. Not a team... Not even a team that anyone had any expectations for last season after the injuries of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. They are coming back. Those mm-hmm. two guys are top, both top 10 guys, and they have head coach Steve Nash. At the very least, that's extremely compelling, and they're going to have championship aspirations. The team, Which is the team who actually got out of the East this year? Miami. A lot of people are going to look at this season and say, ah, oh, one-hit wonder, you know, they that was the ma- they maximized it, and they were, you know, asterisk, the bubble, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But guess what? I don't think we're going anywhere. We're going to have the same core. We're going to have everyone coming back. Boston. They might be the t- most talented team in the East from the top to bottom, yeah. especially if they can deepen their bench. Mm-hmm. And with another year of to. experience, another year of hunger, they they I, I wouldn't be totally shocked if they came out of the East next right. year. The Sixers, you have two of the most talented guys in the league. Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, they're going to get a new coach. Hopefully mm-hmm. they can unlock, he can unlock the two. I mean, these guys, we always throw shade to them, but they've, they're have they also both extremely young, 26 mm-hmm. and 23 years old, I think, respectively. Yeah. Then the Pacers, I know Oladipo maybe wants out, but you can look at a lineup that potentially has Brogdon, Oladipo, Sabonis, uh, TJ Warren, the bubble king. And Miles Miles Turner and, and the, wait who do they, they just, who's their coach did they did they get a coach yet I can't no not yet they're they haven't got a coach yet so they're fine. gonna sign a coach too. they haven't even so mentioned all these Alex. teams the Toronto Raptors the Toronto won Raptors the championship a year won ago. the championship a year ago and of course they actually did lose Marcus Saul he's going to play in Spain but they're at very least I would probably bet money that they'll be a, a you know competitive eight seed at the worst right yeah. they still have they, the they're, coach they're of the still year be there. they still have this DNA of a very competitive tough nosed team um, hard nosed team. And then that, you, you look down, of course, there's way more teams in the East that you'd say, yeah, they're probably tanking. But how about Trey Young and the Hawks? Maybe they can, maybe, I mean, they, I think they want to get into the yes. AC. They want to get into the playoffs. Young, talented. They need, look at, they need to get more guys that fit with Look Trae at the Young. Wizards. They got Brad Beal coming off an incredible season, averaging 30 points a game. And what can John Wall do after <laughs> sitting out two seasons? Maybe John Wall. John Wall and Bradley. I've Beal seen videos of him in the gym. Yeah. The, maybe the Magic. Who knows what the Magic can do? Yes. Yeah, of the, course, the East is not as deep as the West, but the East from. With the, if you look at just the top six, seven teams, all exciting, fun teams as well. So we are really lined up, and I guess this, not to be you know negative Nancy over here, but the one, the big question about what will happen with this season, with this next season, amid right. all these amazing potential storylines, is how, how is the NBA going to do it? Yeah. How are we going to? We pulled off a bubble for three months, incredible. Yeah. How? Can, what are we going to be able to do for the eight month season, mm-hmm. nine month season? Maybe they do multiple bubbles. Hopefully, That's maybe at some heard. point they're able to figure out a better solution to what the NFL is doing, which is essentially the same schedule. The owners want fans, though, so uh, we'll see the fan, how it works I mean- out. But fa- I think that's that's less of a concern than just making sure the players don't get COVID, right? Yes, I, I think so. You have to because the NFL is just a hor- horrendous scene right now. Okay, yeah. but quickly, I said I would talk about what LeBron could do. Okay, this is like dream wait, scenario. Wait, wait, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't make our finals picks though. Who's making the finals next All right. year? So this is, I guess, this is my pick, okay. and this is my dream scenario. Okay, we got the Lakers right back with LeBron. LeBron's, you know, thirty six, year eighteen. He's still gonna do. He's gonna do his little, not his, not load management like Kawhi, but he's gonna take, you know, the the right nights off in the regular season like he always does. Eighty will lead that team. They're gonna be just as good. But to see LeBron in at age thirty six, in year eighteen. Face off against the Warriors in the playoffs, okay? If the Warriors come back, who knows if Steph... I don't think Steph and Clay... What a series that'd be. I don't know if they're going to be back to full strength what they were. I think they will. But let's see them be 
They're they're hungry. You've, you there's the Clay Thompson and they got that a year of rest. Yeah, honestly, and there's that dude. Clay Thompson like I don't know what is it a chocolate milk commercial or a car commercial about yeah how he's hungry. I think it's actually it I think it's like a sneaker brand. Whatever. I don't even know. Anyway. Clay Thompson, Steph, they want to get back. Steve Kerr said it on the BS podcast. He was like, you know, I'm jealous. I wish I was in the bubble right now. It yeah. looks like so much fun to be back playing basketball. They're gonna be back. See LeBron take out the Warriors when both teams are evenly matched, as opposed to the KD team where it was just overmatched, and then. Maybe LeBron could beat the Clippers and Kawhi. And then on top of it, in the finals, I would love to see LeBron take on his former teammate, Kyrie Irving, and one of his finals opponents in Kevin Durant. Yeah, this guy has been kind so, of posed against LeBron. For listen, LeBron I think before career. this playoffs, we all said, let's give LeBron the gauntlet. Give him the best 8C of all time in the Blazers. Give him two MVPs on the Rockets <laughs> in the second round. Give him the Clippers that everyone has been picking over them and Kawhi, the guy who people think is better than him in the and conference. Then Giannis, the and then the back-to-back MVP, Giannis. We didn't get it. Did, that it didn't year. happen. Next year's version of that, I think, is LeBron. Has poten- the potential is very high. For LeBron to see the Warriors and beat them, yeah. to see the Clippers and beat them, and then to see Kevin Durant in the finals. Yeah, that, that'd be pretty nuts. That would be awesome. That would be nuts. So that would be the, amazing. That would be up there with any of his rings. If, I think if the Lakers... That's obviously a huge if. All these are huge ifs. We yeah, have no Alex, clue what's going to I think the Lakers repeat. Who do you think wins? You know what, John? I want to say the Lakers, but I did say a few episodes ago that if this, if this, this Clippers team... I would probably throw some money on them early on just because of how talented they are. And I expect them to be back and be hungry. And so I will say, I think I don't think they're going to win the championship. They need the right coach. I, I'll probably throw some money on them to at least make the finals. And my heart's just going to tell me I'm just picking the Heat again. I'm not, I'm not going anything else. So <laughs> I got Clippers versus the Heat. In I the got finals. Lakers over Nets. All right. So I'm going with them. All right. Well, that does it, John. That does it for us. Our 31st episode, our final episode of the, of the NBA season. We got a few more things that we that we're gonna have. Some, we're not just gonna you know go on a hiatus. We're gonna have some other things that we can talk about. But of course, I want to shout out all of you listeners. Thank you all. All twenty five. Um, all twenty. Well, so Anchor gives us an estimated audience, and it's probably a it's a consistent twenty six. Is what the, they estimate that it's twenty six people. So we appreciate all of you who consistently listen to us blab on about the NBA. Maybe one day we'll be at twenty six hundred. 26,000 you know we're just we're just here we're we're having fun doing what we love and of course gaining some experience um but it's dope to have you 25 people (laughs) who always listen to us you know talking this nonsense but of course as i said earlier great season to start with double take longest season ever um but yeah we'll go heat go heat We're, we're not we're not done we're just getting started of course and thank you all for listening have a good one